to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. What up, High Fivers? Uh, this is per the usual, your boy High Five Tom, and I got my uh, my good uh, my good buddy here, the the greatest podcast partner in uh, this side of the room, uh, Will. How are you tonight, Will? I don't know why you're announcing Kevin. Kevin's not here right now. It's me. Well, I mean, he's not in the room right now. So, I mean, he was a great oh, you're right. conversationalist. Um, you know, love that. Episode. Which Kevin you're talking about? I have actually had both Kevins uh, that are part of the can't you can you beat that um, on That's true shows. That's true. I was re- I was referring to our own uh, KJG. This is a belated birthday boy. Um, you can check that out on episode 3.7. Um, so, but uh, before, in pre-production, Will and I were just discussing, uh, looks like Ring of Honor is going to be in Massachusetts. Um, of course, it's going to be three days after um, Milwaukee Tom and Idaho Faith leave the area. Um, but, but also... Hopefully it'll go. Hopefully it'll go. That tricky spot of Rampage is being in Worcester the Friday night before, and they've said, oh, here's the tentative date. I mean, this was over a month ago, and as we record on June 15th, uh, they haven't announced anything yet, so there's no venue, there's no tickets, so there's no, maybe it doesn't happen, who knows? So, if it happens, yeah, I'm going to do my damnedest to be there. So, well, I mean, yeah, Forbidden Doors in 14 minutes, and uh, they don't have much of a – I guess they had some some pieces fall together tonight, but, you know, that's the EW, so I, I really hope Tony Khan doesn't fuck up this Ring of Honor thing because obviously you and I, you know, we don't want our content here in 10 years, so. I mean, but, 11, uh, 10 years. Only the good die young, Will, so we both got a long fucking way to go. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm gonna um, keep drinking these blue slushy flavored ciders, and I'm just gonna drink my water and try and get my uh, my piss back to not pit or to uh, snot. So, yikes! So, actually, it wasn't too bad, but yeah, I was working in the stadium just before. That's why we're recording a little late tonight, and uh, yeah, it was definitely yes. Yeah, put on six miles, burned fourteen hundred calories, and it was about ninety eight degrees in there. Hell yeah, brother! So. Until they start paying me for my good looks or that that Bluetooth sponsorship comes through, you know, that we were talking about on the Discord. So come on, Bluetooth. Will needs a guitar. So I don't need a guitar. Yeah, Bluetooth. Uh I don't know. What else, what else is there? Better help. Fucking Manscaped. I'll, I'll I know Matt hated reading the script. I'll read whatever they want to send me. Oh yeah, I mean I don't care. I mean my our uh, our brethren on the VGM and uh, shout out to Brett and Beaumont. Thank you for uh, I should probably text them by the way. Uh, thank you for the nice words of my Joel Koff, um episodes. Um, but yeah, they're they're sponsored by Manscaped. So actually, remember Blue Apron used to do all those like Blue Apron. Blue, a- Blue Apron did a ton of them too because um, the Pat Buck Show had a Blue Apron sponsorship. Yeah, it was. I mean, it seemed like everybody had Blue Apron. So. Blue Apron, HelloFresh. Oh, Jesus. Why is podcasting entertainment? That was super weird. Wow, my Spotify just turned on. So interesting. The spy is listening. The spy is listening. So okay. Um, 
And uh, real quick, high fires. I do owe everyone an apology and shout out to Brundon. Uh, we know we have at least one listener. Uh, Brundon shouted out and uh, he sent me a text message. And uh, let me actually read it to everybody. Um, well, we shouted out my good friend Dysfunction too. So he says, Hey, bud, you're reading on her podcast. Has no audio. Um, so Will and I really did record last week. We had conversations. We said words. Um, a lot of those words were about Stranger Things, not Ring of Honor. But uh, go check it out. Um, it's back up. Uh, shout out to Chad for getting that fixed for me. So uh, shout out to Brendan for letting me know that it's uh, it's out there. So I don't know what happened. Um, you know, breaking down the fourth wall, Will and I record on Zoom. Uh, that worked fine. I, I edited it, got it all together, and sent it over, but uh, the file I sent Chad had no audio, so, you know, Will and I were just getting a little artsy, so. Take, takes me back, Tom, you know, I have a distinct memory of my youth taping SmackDown to watch the next day, the old VHS tape, but the TV was on mute. Yeah. So when I went to play the tape the next day, there was no audio. <laughs> was that really a thing? No. Yeah, if, if your setup was muted and you record, there's no sound. No. So when we popped the tape in the next day, and like we like checked through the tape too, because like it was one of those things you kind of set it and forget it. We had like the wrestling tape, you know. So it was like SmackDown gets recorded on this night, Raw gets recorded on this night. You just kind of put it on the tape. We scan through, no audio. Really? Yep. Oh, interesting. So the good old days. So the good old days back when wrestling was fun. But I'm having I'm having a lot of fun with wrestling right now, Tom. You know, I was actually saying it's a nice segue, Will. So you had a big weekend. I've I've had a lot of very positive wrestling happenings. I would say in like the last week, I got a new wrestling kind of themed book called The People's Elbow by one Rax King. Mm. He is very funny. Um, this is a like second pressing of such a thing because I didn't know this was out. I only knew about her collection Tacky that has a bunch of like personal essays in it. Um, so this is a poetry collection that uses kind of pro wrestling as a lens for things like rape, sexual assault, which given a, what, a lot of what's come out in the last couple of years. Yeah. That foreboding. Um, so I'm very excited to read that. And then as today that we're recording, June 15th, uh, Do a Powerbomb dropped from Daniel Warren Johnson. It's also, re I recently read his Murderhawk series. So I bought the hardcover bundle. That was a lot of fun. He's also done stuff like uh, Wonder Woman Dead Earth couple other series cool stuff um and i went to a wrestling show you went wow you saw you saw the you saw the wrestles in person huh i saw some wrestling i took my buddy joe to uh, the dover elks lodge uh got us front row um you know when there's only three rows of seating you know front row may not seem quite as big of a deal but <laughs> yeah nice. we, you know when that that falls count anywhere main event left the ring i mean we were right there now, front row, I mean, I've sat front row at, you know, big, you know, thousand people events, and I sat front row at 20-person events, man. It's it's always a good time, so. 
I, I told them I'd try to make sure we got like a hard cam side next time because they do like stream the shows. Yeah. So unfortunately, we were like we were in a great spot, but we were also kind of on like the opposite side. Hard. We were kind of looking at people's asses most of the time. You know what I'm saying? Because they're all playing to that hard cam. Is um is chaotic? Are they on um IWTV? Yes. Oh, so I could watch you. I could watch your show. You could. You might even see me front row in my uh, shining wizard shirt that I got a picture with a uh, JT Dunn. Yes, that was a very awesome picture. It was good to see. So, um, you know, so I... no, uh, no uh, Ring of Honor folks at this show, but their next show, uh, <laughs> Brian Johnson's going to be there. So, big selling point for me to haul my ass down to Watertown, Massachusetts. Um, and you've never seen the Mecca live, have you? I've not seen Mecca live. Oh, I, he, I, I just fell in love with the guy he's, starting with the pure tournament and just going forward through there. He's something else. And, and that thing that uh, Gresham's doing too, I don't know if you saw that, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be Cabana versus Brian Johnson for the next Gresham. Um, yeah. The, the modern age grappling stuff, which is different from terminus. I mean, I haven't watched any of those either yet, but so that was, this last one was really good. I, I did not, I'm an asshole because I'm a humongous Jonathan Gresham fan, obviously. I'm a humongous Santana fan, and I have not watched that match yet. Um, I haven't even started on my bottom, all that stuff. I'm terrible. The thing is, what it comes down to is I'm terrible about going back to watching stuff. Yeah. Like, I wanted to really keep up with the best of Super Juniors, but if, like, stuff slipped by, I didn't – like, I heard Hiromu and Desperado – put on a great match you got like four and a half stars i watched that match yeah and i wanted to watch you know i'm like i should go back and watch that but part of me is like it's the thought thing going like i've got to go back it's like i don't have time to go back to the other stuff i gotta watch yeah i mean i know it's a um a ring of honor podcast but yeah dude that g1 looks fucking stacked so we have a lot of people there's gonna be some great matchups in there um and uh so did speaking of uh um new japan did Matt and what's his name? Not Siren. 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 You listen. Yeah. Oh, you're. You're gonna. You would ask me. Um, and I was listening to him earlier because I was listening to the new, Noob Japan episode about Jun Kasai. I need to start listening. Um, to those. those are pretty good, huh? Yeah, and uh, also, and you're just, they have like a a drink with episode where they do like interviews, and they just had a uh, Speedball Mike Bailey. <gasps> Who I will be seeing in person again here coming up soon. Speaking of Ring of Honor people, but I'll get to that in a second. So the, the to quickly put a ball on the chaotic show it was a lot of fun. There was a tag team lethal lottery. Um, they had the graphic up on the screens and they're rotating through like who's going to be like coming out to be part of the tag teams. Like they threw in like referees. There was a kid who goes to a bunch of shows who's a couple seats over from us. He was up on the screen. Well, that's cool. Um, they threw up some chaotic alumni on the screens. One, uh, Kofi Kingston. Really? A Mercedes. Ah. Who would go on to become a Sasha Banks. Uh, Andy Dalton, NFL player, was uh, was featured in the... Uh, I did some search and couldn't find any kind of connection, so it must be some kind of inside joke. Oh. Wow. That was fun. I got to see... Uh, the Lethal Lottery setup was fun. Uh, I was really hoping for low-key 
for uh, Ricky Smokes and Armani Chaos, who my buddy and I called ahead of time we're going to be paired up together because they had a match at the last show in Dover that we saw. Huh. It's, it's a very much a clash of styles thing where Ricky Smokes is very much like a true heel. Like He doesn't like the people. He doesn't like people he's in the ring with. He doesn't like anybody. And Armani Chaos is a very flamboyant, funny, like kind of has like a like a private party kind of entrance where it's like they weighing at whatever. He's from the Upper East Side, so you know we got money. Yeah. And it's like all very played up. So, but the unit retained. Fortunately, JT Dunn did not win title off uh, Aaron Rourke. But uh, it's all right. It was a ton of fun. We were front row. So when the Falls County where main event came on, uh, we were told to move mm. by security, referee, and the wrestlers to move because they did go through the, the barricade. Also, there's a barricade there too, huh? Oh, yeah. Three okay. rows of seats, barricade. And then there was like four gym mats like around the ring. So there was like a gym mat, a gym mat, a gym mat, and a gym mat. Made a great sound. People got tossed to the outside because it's, you know, it's your just whatever school gym mat. So it's, yeah. it's loud, especially in a, like a hall. The, uh, the botchamania moment of the night would be uh, Ricky Smokes. There's, I don't know why they don't take the chandeliers down before the wrestling show because it's not a super high ceiling. Yeah. And then you put in a wrestling ring and like they kind of like, Earlier in the night, like through the night, they're like pointing out, like, oh, you gotta watch the if you go up to the corner, you gotta watch the chandelier. So Ricky smokes after winning, just goes up and he like throws his hands up, heads up, and he you hear his head hit the chandelier. You see the chandelier like swing. And of course, all the other people like in the ring are laughing. Yeah, and, like pointing at him. It's like, hey, don't you know it's the chandelier, don't forget the chandelier. I'm like, you guys. We got to take these down for the next one. Like, just be like, we'll, we'll put them, we'll put them back up after. Like, these need to come down. Yeah. Because like, it's one of those things where like people go up to the top rope and it's like they really can't jump. Yeah. Off the top rope, it's more they got to kind of fall off the top rope because there's not enough space. Yeah, I love shows like that. So. But it was a lot of fun. So definitely looking forward to the next time they roll around to uh to Dover. They come back to Dover. Not they do go to Lowell frequently, which isn't too too far from me. Yeah. Like I said, I'm thinking pretty hard about trying to get down there for uh July 8th to go see uh see the Mecca. Yeah. But it is tough because I've already got a request to be out of work early the day before to go to the drive by Bukaki CD release show. Well, I mean, you're a big deal at that place, Will. So I mean they should give it to you. So yeah, you think that. But that's enough about me. I've talked quite enough, Tom. How about how about we hear from you? What's going on with Milwaukee, Tom? Uh, I just got my ass kicked at uh, at work. I spent about uh, twenty hours at the stadium this past weekend, so um, that was pretty awesome. So working some graduations and some setups. Um, other that's than that, cool. they do like graduation parties at the ballpark. Yeah, I mean, we'll actually have the, the actual graduation graduation. Oh shit. Yeah, so they get on the field, they get the you know they get put up on the on the big screen and everything. So that's pretty fucking cool. And I don't know how they afford this because I can't imagine those are cheap. 
um, you know, because there's 20 of us working, making, you know, whatever, and then, you know, to rent the stadium. But, uh, yeah, no, it's it's easy money. I wouldn't say easy money, but, I mean, it's good money. It made me look good. I missed a concert because I got sick. But uh, uh, other than that, yeah, like I said, I mean, just a quiet couple of weeks. Like I said the wife and I have got the weekend off, so we're going to kind of chillax and hang out um, on Sunday. Um, then next week, all hell breaks loose. So we got Dynamite here in Milwaukee on uh, Wednesday. Um, and also a quick shout out uh, to Chad Diesel. Chad Diesel and I are actually going to record a review of Ring of Honor Authorized, April 27, 2017, uh, which is Tom's first Ring of Honor in-person show. So at the Turner Hall Ballroom back in 2017. So shout out to those guys. Um, but we actually have a Milwaukee show coming up on the schedule, I think in July uh, for us. I don't know if you saw that or not. Um, so that's fun. And then uh, Forbidden Doors coming. And uh, speaking of Ring of Honor alums, so uh, Warrior Wrestling is putting on a show uh, before Forbidden Door, I guess, at a place across the parking lot. Uh, but Maria Knauss is going to be there. Uh, Mike Very Banks. Cool. Um, and they do Warrior Wrestling – um, I may have a little bit of heat with them just because they're rivals with my, my buddies, AAW, um, you know, as you can hear Trent on the Midwestern wrestling roundup, uh, but their fan fests are great. That's where I met the Briscoe brothers. We have Marie Canales, uh, Mike Bennett, and, uh, the person I'm paying the most to see, or the, the reason I'm going, um, did you want to guess on who's going to be there? Will very heavily, very, very heavily in our podcast. Think outside it, the ring. Is Truth Martini going to be there? No, dude. If that was the case, I would have texted you already. I, I would have been like, "Well, I, I know. I don't know if he's pushing the seminar. You know, you know that would that would be awesome. I'm going to push to get him back into AEW. What's in our story? But um, you is know, Mike Mondo going to be there? No, I mean, I text you about oh. that. Too. Um, but I said you have to think outside the ring and think that New Japan is actually going to be running next door. Oh, you're gonna, is Kevin Kelly going to be there? You nailed it. I've got to get out there at some point. You know, to either Warrior Wrestling or AEW, they both put on an excellent product. You definitely going to want to go to AEW. I mean, I mean, your first ticket's on me, but um, I want to say, was AEW the one where Bennett wrestled Danhausen? No. Yeah. But you know what match I'm talking about? Apparently, it was like a hell of a match, and yeah, people didn't yeah. know that Danhausen could actually like. Wrestle. Wrestle. Yeah. And he even tweeted out after, you know, thanks, Mike Bennett, for letting me, like, remind people that, like, yeah. Dan Housen was a wrestler first. <laughs> no, um, yeah, Mike Bennett, no, he just wrestled Narles Garvin, which is a kid I've never heard of before till two months ago. Um, he put on a hot fire match with Fred Yehai, and then he had Josh Alexander. No, Michael, Mike Bennett, so, um, Actually, I mean, if you want, Willis, and if you're free late October-ish and you want to save up some of that birthday money, uh, the Jim Lyman tournament um, here in Chicago. So it's a possibility. Keep in the back. You know, that's that's pretty much their battle of Los Angeles. So, uh, you know, you know, obviously you've got a place to stay. I don't know if we'd be staying down there, but uh, it's a two-day event. Um, awesome. You know, Matt Fitchett won last year, but I mean – I met Daniel Garcia there. I met Hammerstone there. I got to talk to Josh Alexander for a while. You know, um, that's where I got to help Mance Warner out of the ring. You know, so it's a good time. You know, we did. You definitely have some ends with AAW. We'll definitely take that under consideration, Tom. 
Yeah. And also, if I may put myself over, I also happened to just record an episode with uh, Ref Perch about the movie The Sting that's coming out in the next couple of days. So, expanding my Perch. Shining Wizards alum. Shining Wizards alum, uh, personal friend of Tom. Uh, we're both Paul Newman marks. So, I don't know if you knew that about me, Will, but I love me some Paul Newman. I'm trying to remember if. Oh, I deleted my other. I'm switching over all my podcasting stuff to Spotify. So, I got his the. Other app I was using was taking up a lot of space on the phone. My phone's kind of slow. Um, but I used to listen to you. There haven't been episodes in a while. There's a podcast called Zebra Talk. Okay, yeah. Um, it's that. all uh, referee pod. So I'm, I don't remember if Perch was on there. I think so. I want to say he was. Yeah. But that's uh-huh. a fun fact. I used to have a Zebra Talk snapback, but I left it on the train when Brittany and I went to New York in uh, January. Yeah, I remember. I didn't realize it till I was... Uh, up on the street, and I looked at my bag, and I said, oh, no, I don't have my hat on my head. It's not in my bag, so somebody's going to get a slick new hat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think think you hit me in a Zebra Talk, so. um, Big Zebra Talk fan. Uh, Odie, the guy who does all the interviewing, Mm -hmm. it's fun to listen to. A couple international guests talking about, like, getting into refereeing when, like, the guy's from Finland. It's like, there's really not a big wrestling. Right population in finland but he's also done interviews with like aubrey and with uh like mike kyota yeah well and it's so. it's funny um so i didn't realize how important the ref was uh you know in the match i just thought it was some guy you know until um shout out to my buddy art and the slinger in but i used to be a shorter cook in high school and this guy came in all the time like oh yeah i used to ref matches for like jim Nightheart and you know like these gym matches, I'm like, what? Yeah, whatever. This guy was like a fucking dork. And the kid brought in pictures with his, you know, zebra stripes, and he, and he like told me about like he's like, I had no idea. You know, I mean, I was 17, 18. Um, yeah. You know, I just figured wrestling was, you know, scripted. Yeah. Uh, four years, what? like three years earlier. Well, I mean, that's the because I I was obviously asked about the hat because like the owners of the store are in fairly regularly. Because it's a small business. So if I'm wearing, they also don't see the t shirts because they're underneath the, the polo shirts that we got to wear. But if I wear a hat, they always ask me, like, oh, what's on the hat? Like, I have a tope, su- I have a hat that says tope suicide on it. <laughs> what's that? It's a wrestling move. And he, one of the owners used to be a wrestler, like an actual, like, oh, nice. That's right. I don't want to say an actual wrestler, you know, for the sake of our podcast, but like he was a, like a collegiate wrestler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, apparently he was very good. Was or and what? he was okay. apparently he was very good. Decided to go into the Marines instead, and he would be like, "Oh, so it's a fake wrestling move?" Oh, okay. it's like, "Yes, it, okay, it's a pro wrestling move." How about that? But I, he asked me on the head. It's like, I'm like, "Oh, it's for Zebra Talk." He's like, "What's that about?" I'm like, "Oh, it's a podcast about." The wrestling referees and like people going crazy like well what do they really need to do if they are you know what's what's gonna happen i'm like well you know they give time cues they do well-being checks you know yeah you know you talk to the referees who do death matches and there you gotta be like hey buddy you're uh sliced up pretty badly we're gonna send this home i'm fine it's like no you're not you're not fine right now we need to get you out <laughs> yeah and you see that guy in the front row that's got all your blood and you're 15 feet away. I mean, yeah, you should probably. 
and uh, I don't want to drive this out too long because we are approaching our uh, fuck you Zoom break. The, the Zoom break, but uh, no, I mean yes. Well, I you mean, know, referees, especially you know, AEW is kind of close to Ring of Honor in a lot of ways, and I do appreciate that as much as it might be an issue that the refs don't all follow the same rules. It also does kind of add to it for me that I know different referees are going to yeah. kind of treat things. Like they send out Paul Turner. This is like a serious title match. Yeah. You know, if it's going to be like a big character thing, usually it's Aubrey. She's going to interact with Jericho or whoever. Yeah. And then Rick, if you see it's a tag match, you just say, oh, it's going to be a Rick Knox match. You know, and he's going to sit. He's going to be twiddling his thumbs. He might occasionally count a pinball. Once in a while, so. Yeah, I mean, the rest are huge. I mean, they're the third part. I mean, they're calling the match. You know, they're help telling the story. Like, so they're giving time cues. They're, they're helping the wrestlers communicate to each other what's going on. So, yeah. Speaking of time, yeah. Speaking of time cues, Tom, I think we got we to gotta bounce out, and uh, we'll be right back. All right, high fivers. We'll keep seeing in a couple seconds. And fans, we've got an update on Steen versus Richards in New York right after this. It's Best in the World, Hostage Crisis, live on pay-per-view, Sunday, June 24th at 5 p.m. From the Manhattan Center's Hammerstein Ballroom. See it live all around the world with internet access. Just go to ROHwrestling.com. It's Davey's last chance for the Ring of Honor world title. Davey Richards collides with the champion Kevin Steen. Plus, you will also see a television title triple threat match. Roderick Strong defends against both Jay Lethal and Tommaso Ciampa. ROHwrestling.com. And it's hybrid fighting rules, Kyle O'Reilly against Adam Cole. You know, I feel honored that I've been nominated one of the breakout stars of 2012 here in Ring of Honor. That's not something that I take for granted. And Kyle, that's not something that you should take for granted either. Because in New York City, I'm coming out with a lot to prove. I'm coming to show you that I'm the better wrestler, and I'm going to do just that. Just like I beat your mentor in New York City last time, the same fate is coming to you. Don't miss out on any of the action of Best in the World. Go to ROHwrestling.com. Welcome back to Ring of Honor Wrestling. Nigel, another controversy has come about concerning the situation with Davey Richards and Kevin Steen as we head to Best in the World in New York on June 24th. It certainly has. Package pile driver. Will it be allowed in the match or not? Well, there are questions about whether or not the package pile driver will be legal. There's nothing sadder what the hell is than this? a company that doesn't take care of the world champion. What Believe like? me, I should know. It's a gosh darn shame that Jim Cornette Every time we seems to, to ignore your world champion, Kevin Steen's request. You see, Jimmy, the championship is over Kevin Steen's shoulders. And you, Jim, are in our front pocket. So you need to take a second to listen to what your world champion has to say. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Carino. Jim, Steve is 100% correct. Although 
I guess you have been listening a little bit because I've been asking to fight Davey Richards on TV for a while now. And on the next Ring of Honor TV, it's going to be my handsome self and Jimmy Jacobs against Kyle O'Reilly and Davey Richards. Now, if you think that that's going to somehow soften me up for New York City, well, just like in a lot of aspects of your life, you are wrong. But what Steve was referring to earlier when saying that you need to listen to your world champion is referring to this. You see, I am still waiting on an answer regarding the package Paul Driver being legal in New York City. But now that I've been waiting, I'm a little upset. I'll do you one better. Davey said, I heard him say this, that I believe the quote was, bring your Paul Driver, bring your boys, bring anything you want to New York City. Did, didn't he say that? I think he did. I remember it. Well, I want to bring anything I want. Because for the last six months, Jim Cornette, you've put me in street fights, no DQs, all kinds of dangerous matches, hoping somebody would take me out for good. And every single time, and both you guys can attest, I came out on top. I walked out a building. So here's what I'm thinking. Anything I want, I want anything goes. One fall to a finish, no DQ for the Ring of Honor World title in New York City. Wow. Wow, that's big. And Jim, once I take Davey out for good, you are going to realize that this isn't about who's the best in the world. This is a hostage crisis, pal. So Kevin Steen has now asked for the match at best in the world against Davey Richards to be one fall to a finish. Anything goes, no disqualification. Will Jim Cornette acquiesce? Will he give Kevin Steen what he wants? Will the package pile driver be legal? My goodness, there is a lot that Jim Cornette has to consider as we get closer to June 24th. The Briscoe brothers are in action right after this. Stay with us. All right, high fivers, we are back. Um yeah, I mean, I mean back to the ref talk real quick. I know it's a Ring of Honor TV, you know, uh podcast, but you know, obviously I'm partial. Um, you know, I just had my good friend Jerry on talk about ICW Milwaukee, but uh, you know, it's it was cool. I've been able to take a couple car rides. Oh, that's beautiful sunshine. Look at this beautiful flower. I mean, I know you guys can't see, but oh, wait, wait, wait. very nice. You, you did good sunshine. You stole it. She stole it from the neighbors. Oh my gosh. Um. I mean, yeah. they were asking for it by having flowers. At least you it was, took it from a neighbor. It's not like you like drove in from like a different neighborhood to like cop some flowers from. Yeah. Well, it was weird the other day. So I mean, we've got a we're in a duplex, 
you know, we're in an urban environment, uh, but we've got a little slot, so slob, a little slab in the back where we usually park. We have a garage, but someone randomly like parked in our parking slab, like in the alley the other day. It was really, and our landlords are here. They were pissed. We're just like, you know, because I mean, there's plenty of street parking, um, which you'll find out in October when you come out. But yeah, it was just really weird, you know. I, I appreciate the uh, the like the the can-do attitude we're already having about this. That I'm going to be well, in the next mean, woods in October. You know, and day one will be on me. So, but anyways, well, I mean, you want we've got we've got yeah. we've got we've got some exciting news um, from this week's episode. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me that you did get. The entrance for Truth Martini seminar. <laughs> oh no! Uh, yes, the GoFundMe did not go as well as I had planned. So, um, Blue Chew, if you're listening to this, we need cash now. Yeah, I mean, um, buy, buy any. How's that car? Buy any car. We buy any car. We buy any seminar. We buy any seminar. That works. It's got a nice ring to it. Um. I was kind of disappointed too. Listen, Mike Mondo was doing like $20 critiques. And I even said, I even put it on Twitter. I'm like, the first five wrestlers that DM me about this, um, I'll pay for the set, you know, but no one took me up on it. So the mind of Mondo, if you're not following Mike Mondo on Twitter, you are stupid. Great stuff. His bit about the finisher, a movie you can do anytime, anywhere to any opponent of any size. Yeah. That's why the RKO is that upper echelon of finishing moves. Yeah, I don't know where. Because, it, I mean, it's a cutter, but, you know, we feel like a, there's, like, springboard cutters. It's like, well, it's not really the same because your whole shtick is you got the springboard part. Randy Orton will just, like... I don't know where. Yeet you. Yeah. That, that one to Seth Rollins at Mania when he goes for the curb stomp and he, like, just... Like, I rewatched that and I still can't figure out how they did that. It's... It's moments like that that pro wrestling is like so good. And that was just before I got back into wrestling too. So I I knew of that WrestleMania too, and I forgot about that spot. Um, and then another fairly recent one is when he got Roman Reigns. Like he he like dumped an USO, and Reigns went from a spear from behind him, and Orton knew RKO'd him. Yep. And it's how you use it too, like. You know, old old video games, you use the cutter, and it's, like, such a heavy move. Like, it was so slow. Or it's just, like, zipping across. Like, RKO's this way, that way, this way, that way. There was the great PWG bit from, I couldn't tell you what event it was, but it was, like, everybody just started doing, like, RKO's out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> off the corners, like, into the ring, out of the ring. Yeah, it's not you know, funny when we're, uh, he gave his wife one in the pool. Yeah. Uh, funny. So, yeah, it was all nice and quiet, just laying footage, and all of a sudden you see it, you know, this lady jumping in the pool inside of nowhere. Bam! So. What's up, buddy? You okay? What's up, chicos? Are you my mom? Why don't you go hang out in the air conditioning, kid? I know it's 88 degrees in here, but. So, all right, Will, I've been excited to talk to you about this all week. It was I, another pretty good episode, Tom. Um, It was. You know, it was, you know, it's, it was good. You're right. 
you know, I, I'm not going to say it was, you know, a, a downer episode from where we've been, but no, you're right. It was really good. I'd put it kind of in line with what we've been getting. We got three matches right this week. Yeah. And then uh, and a bunch in and, and three new and three fresh faces. Yeah. Um and, and a schmaz and uh and everything and some I mean great storytelling throughout. We got a Kevin Steen promo. I got to see Steve Carino in my ring, you know. Um, but uh let's just uh, I got an idea. Well, why don't we start at the beginning? Novel idea, but uh this week, high fivers and uh shout out to Brundon, uh shout out to UTT Rob. Uh, shout out to uh, our Discord homies. Um, but we are going over episode 39 of Ring of Honor TV. Original air date, June 16th, 2012. Um, and real quick, we'll just go over the highlights. You know, they show that over the highlights of Richards Edwards um, from last week. And, you know, that match was just watching the highlights was a little bit better than I had originally thought when I watched it. Obviously, it wasn't their pay-per-view level. Um, you What's know. the magic of editing, too? Right. You know, obviously. So, you know, but we find out this time, uh, usually they do those highlights package, but we're actually getting some story with this one. Um, you know, Eddie Edwards reviewed the footage, and he saw Jimmy Jacobs, you know, interfere, and he believes that that interference affected the outcome of the match. So he went to the committee and they would they, he asked it to be ruled a no, <laughs> a no contest. Is that committee um, with two T's? Uh, yep, committee with two T's. Um, you know, for those who know, no. Um, shout out to my uh, my buddy JJ Rome. Uh, shout out to DDP who also says if you know, the people who know know. Yeah, I mean he stole that from the Shining Lizards, but that's obviously. Um, but yeah, but the match has been ruled a no contest, so I don't know what that means for his his diehard challenge and everything. Uh, but Eddie Edwards, you know, being the bigger man. So Eddie Edwards being an idiot. Take the win, stupid. Yeah, well, he's got more idiocy coming up uh, later. Actually, not too shortly after this. So, uh, But our opening match will. Opening contest scheduled for one fall. Probably uh, a 20-minute time limit. First, we have coming out, we have Mike Bennett. With Maria Canellis and Brutal Bob. But his opponent making his Ring of Honor debut from Battle Creek. No, it's not. Where's it from? It's not Battle Creek, Michigan. It's from Van yeah. Dam. Shit, where is he from? Oh it's from God. It's something in Virginia. It's uh, okay. This Virginia to- tobacco farmer. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Adam Page made his debut. With Ring of Honor, June 16th, 2012. Super fucking stoked about this. Um, you know, they put him over huge, you know, um, saying that he was very impressive at the tryouts. Uh, he's a young kid. He comes from tobacco farmers. Uh, he's got a degree from Virginia Tech um, in film, but whatever. Um, you know, a 20-year-old. He's a graphic design teacher. You know, oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Okay, yeah. That was that was a shoot job. Um, but yeah, awesome to see a very, very, very young Hangman Page. Actually, he wasn't even Hangman, obviously, at this point, but Adam Page. No, he was just Adam Page. And, I mean, he's still a fairly young guy. So, I mean, he was. Yeah, I mean, he's still, he's still 30 years old. Freshly, 
freshly 20 years old at this point. Um, yeah, just was, uh, you know, um, awesome. You know, it was great to see. I was so excited when I, and it was funny because I actually threw on, you know, I, when I, uh, break down the fourth wall. What I do is the day after Will and I record, I'll watch homework and, and I just kind of catch a glimpse here and there. And I was about, you know, five minutes in the match. I had a phone call from work and I forgot to pause it. And I looked up, I'm like, who the fuck's in the ring with Bennett? And I'm like, oh my God, it's Adam Page. So I had to go back and rewatch it. So it was, I was very happy about this. So, um, but also, and I uh, keep in mind here, uh, Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGinnis are talking about Bennett. You know, he's not in the title picture. And he, you know, and they're wondering, does he want to be in it? You know, does he does he have Hollywood aspirations? And, you know, is he going to start working for that title? So, you know, are we going to get a, a, tit- or a, a Bennett, you know, title run here? I don't know. I don't know. He's but, a former TV champ, but. Great, great work as usual with Bennett. You know, good showing from Adam Page, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Mike Bennett goes over here. Yeah, gets him with the F5. I don't remember what he called it, but, you know. Oh, it's a TKO. That's, yeah, okay. I don't know what calls it. That's a, that's a weird name, but whatever. It's because it's the same thing that Scorpio Sky does. It's a cutter out of the, uh, out of the, uh, oh, yeah, out of the, uh, like the Samoa hole, like, Fireman's yeah. carry. So uh here we go talking about cutters again. So it's a cutter. <laughs> you know, it is it is what it is. So um yeah, but yeah, they, and they put I, the boots to the poor kid. Yeah, yeah. Brutal Bob's beating him up, and then Maria's about to give him a slap when uh Eddie Edwards randomly comes out. You know, and Mike Bennett grabs the mic. Uh he costs Eddie Edwards. You know, we talked about earlier that. You know, Bennett and Edwards, they have history together, uh, both being from New England guys and everything. Um, but in, in a nutshell, uh, next week we get Eddie Edwards, uh, and he's going to get uh, Brutal Bob out of the nursing home, and he's going to whip his ass. So we get Eddie Edwards versus Brutal Bob. So we'll see what Brutal Bob's got in the ring. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, real fun. Like I said, I was super stoked. I was waiting, you know, finally, uh, you know, earlier today, I got this text message from, was it today or yesterday? I watched it yesterday. Um, I got this text message from Will. He says, holy shit. Next message, cowboy shit. I was like, told you, Will. I wasn't kidding. Yee-haw. Um, yeah, I miss okay. Adam. I miss Adam Page's lower thirds. Like the little, like, Messages they throw on like was win loss record and stuff. Oh yeah, well, you know we'll uh, like we, the one around Christmas time where it says like I don't know put some like happy holidays. Yeah. Ah, oh, kids, man of the people. Yeah, man, definitely so. And then we get a real quick just a preview of uh, best in the world. And obviously we're getting Steen versus Richards, and we're getting Lethal versus Strong versus Chopper for the TV title. And Adam Cole, you know, and Kyle, and, uh, Kyle O'Reilly in a hybrid fighting match. And Kyle or uh, Adam Cole, once again, O'Reilly, I respect you, but I'm going to beat you, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, Adam Cole is starting to, you know, he's not the Adam Cole we're going to know in the future. Um, but next, Will, we cut to Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGinnis. And they're talking about 
is the package pile driver going to be legal in the main event of Best of the World? They don't know. And then all of a sudden, we hear some unsettling differences. And then we find out, Tom, that uh, it's not just the package pile driver that's going to be allowed. Everything. Everything's allowed. This yeah. isn't. Anything goes. Well, well, Jim Cornette has not confirmed this yet. Well, that Jim is... Cornette's not the champ. No. And they made that abundantly clear. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Steve Carino, and, and, and you're going to hear this promo. Uh, basically, you know, Steve Carino comes, he's got the mic. Um, he's talking, he's like, just, you know, I can't believe I work for a company that doesn't respect my champion. And he would know. Um, you know, Steen's got the belt on his shoulder, but we got Cornet in our pockets. <laughs> That's a laugh from Steve Carino. Um, and then uh, just uh, we find out that next week we got Steen versus Jacob or Steen and Jacobs versus Kyle O'Reilly and uh, Davey Richards. And uh, Kevin Steen, like Will said, wants an anything goes match. You know what, Jim Cornette? You're not the champ. Kevin Steen is. So this is pretty much set in stone. Yeah. And Steen pointed out, you know, in the effort to keep Steen away from the title, they threw everything at Steen. Literally. And so Steen's like, my turn. Yeah. Uh, say what you will about Jim Cornette booking, but uh, this whole Steen thing was, was amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry he had to lose his job for six months to make it happen, but uh, so fun. I mean, Will, I am so glad that for the foreseeable future, we get to see – I mean, spoiler alert here, people. Sorry if you don't realize, but I have a feeling that Kevin Steen's going to be a champion for a while. I don't know the specific details being 100%, but just a shot in the dark. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited. So – and then uh, real quick, oh, I forgot to mention this last week, so we'll definitely know how long, what matches were taped for this TV taping. But uh, we got Jushin Thunder Liger sighting in, in the crowd. Yep. You know, and he was there last week, so we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be able to figure out how long this TV taping was from. So, But I know I say it every week, man, but show out to Baltimore, man. They, they show up at these TV tapings and, you know, they do. good energy. Now I... If I remember correctly, Tom, is it it's time for Inside a Ring of Honor? Nope. No. Wait, we have a tag team match first. Oh, shit. Speaking of returns, so we got two new fresh faces, which are now old faces, but uh, Dem Boys and uh, Mark Briscoe sporting that goddamn porn stash. Holy shit. Shouts out to Mark and his wife. Congrats yeah. on the baby. Just had a baby. Sound like it's been a rough go of it, but I'm glad she's okay. Um, I'm glad, you know, baby, new baby boyish. I think it's uh, Briscoe number 14 for them. I'm not sure, so who knows? <laughs> Maybe not 14, but I know they're actually at least halfway there. I could be wrong, but I mean, you 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 were gonna square up with them at a final battle, right? Oh no, we were homies. Oh no, I was gonna I was gonna square up with uh some of the kids, so that's what I'm saying. You know, they're adding to the yeah, to that that posse that would have whipped my ass, so but whatever. It would have been a oh, yeah, they would have they would have they would have knocked you out and spit you on you, yeah. Um, but truth martinis on the call, but uh, will who are they wrestling? You'll have to tell me, Tom. I fell asleep during this match. <laughs> um, another and I meant to go back and watch, I meant to rewind it and watch it. They're uh, and I didn't. They're not debuts, but two new first faces. We got QT Marshall. Ooh. 
And he's also wrestling Sam Shaw. Formerly Sam known Shaw. No formerly shit. known as Dexter Loomis. And back to Sam Shaw now. And no, he's back to Sam Shaw. He's in uh, Impact, right? I think or he's no. NWA for sure. NWA, yeah. Um, so it's really good to see what he can do in the future here. So I, I didn't know much about him until uh, I saw him as Dexter Loomis. But, you know, for the most part, this was kind of a squash match. But this was really, um, with Truth on the call, you know, it was just a really device to get Truth Martini to talk shit. Um, it's kind of, you know, the uh, Dem Boys win with a Doomsday device. I get the Mark Briscoe dancing on the middle rope thing. I mean, if I don't see that in a match every week, uh, it doesn't make me happy. Uh, but, yeah, the truth gets on the mic. And, uh, you know, he's talking about, obviously, the guardians of truth. And, you know, he still can't tell everybody because if he tells, everyone's going to run, you know. Um, right, they're going to back out if they know who it is. Yeah. So then, uh, you know, he gets on the mic after the mask, and he's like, I'm sick and tired of you guys running. The challenge has been an issue. Let it out die. You guys are chicken, which is ironic because they're chicken farmers. And, of course, you know, them boys accept. So it looks like at Best in the World, we're getting uh, them boys versus whoever's the guardians of truth. And uh, I'm really curious. I have no idea who the fuck this is. I mean, I can tell you who it's not. But what I've heard is worth checking out is the recent bit on Impact where the Good Brothers go to the chicken farm. I heard this bit too. So, um, speaking of KGG, shout out to former guest chopping up Tom. I five Tom. I played a birthday. Yeah, I have not seen that yet. Have you seen it? I haven't. I I don't know how I'm. I don't usually miss anything like that. Like I have a shows. I have a coworker who's a kind of like a lapsed wrestling fan. So like he'll he'll talk like he'll just like try to talk about. It. He's like like well, who are the big companies now? Like trying to figure out like where his knowledge is like he's trying to figure out kind of like how far like how with it he is yeah and i was telling him like impact wrestling is probably you you might say the best weekly wrestling television program running yeah they and just I, don't have they just don't have tv anymore yeah it's just um and you can't twitch stream it you gotta i mean it's a one whole dollar on youtube I think to get like the membership to watch it, which I keep saying I'm going to sign up for because everybody's saying it's good. Yes, Slammiversary's coming up this weekend. Slammiversary is this weekend. Yeah. And Kevin's going to have his picks in. Yeah. (laughs) With his four game, uh, his four week, uh, was it four pay per views or four weeks? It's four pay per views. He's got to have his picks in first. Ooh, he got off lights. Listen, Tom, I'm, I still lay in bed at night thinking about when Kevin did forget a pay-per-view when he forgot one of the New Japan shows. Yeah. And that made a big difference when it came down to the final stretch with him and uh, T-Donk. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to find out how it shakes out. So, so yeah, Slammiversary, Good Brothers, Briscoes for Impact Tag Titles. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, the Bullet Club's bringing in a lot of gold right now. So, dude, that JY promo, so good. I mean, he's wrong, but he's not wrong. Um, but it's great fucking storytelling. The the Saber promo was good too, calling out Danielson. I haven't seen it yet, but I read I read the transcript. So, if he is time to step away from golfing with the Blackpool Country Club, yeah. I think we're going to get that at Forbidden Door. 
depends on Danielson, right? If yeah. he can, he can wrestle. Yeah, he is cleared for combat. Sorry, we just got some weather here, so I just got to make sure I'm close the window. So I'm a, I'm a little disappointed that it's Moxley, Tanahashi, Tanahashi. I get it's a match that they've been building towards, and it's a match that was going to happen at some point. It's kind of a bummer for Kyle O'Reilly to like destroy Darby Allen on the pay per view, win this battle royal thing, and then get trounced. But I mean, same time when the announced, like, oh, the winner of this room, this battle royal faces Moxley. It's like so Mox is the interim champion. That, that's yeah. that's what we're saying. Didn't really feel like I don't know how I feel about the interim title thing. It's I feel like it's either because my issue is it's kind of like the thing with WWE, how like sometimes like with Daniel Bryan, they were like, oh, you can't defend the title. So that means if you can't defend it within 30 days, you gotta, we got to strip you of the belt. And there's people like Lesnar who would only show up every three months. Yeah. So it's like, well, he technically could defend it. But he's not here. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, we'll see. We got the All-Atlantic Championship. Yeah. It's very pretty belt. We'll uh we'll see who I don't remember who's in the match from New Japan to go into uh, that. I, there's four I think, people. Right, but it's only one New Japan representative. Okay. They haven't had the matches yet, have they? Not yet, but I think they announced the match because I saw somebody putting up like a thing with Big Tom in it. But I also thought Big Tom was supposed to wrestle Eddie Kingston. So I think they already wrestled over it uh, in uh, Washington D.C. Oh, there it is. Um, so I mean, Big Tom's been a presence in the states. You know, maybe it is Big Tom. Big Tom, Miro, yeah. Pack, Pentagon, or no? Yeah, Pack and uh, Matthews. I heard that was a hell of a match. I'd imagine so. And then uh, Penta's wrestling uh, Malachi Black. They got history. So it's probably going to be Malachi Black. So you have that feud is present in that four-way match. Yeah. And Pac, Miro, Malachi Black, and somebody from New Japan. I mean, that's going to be... It's gonna be a hell of a match. Yeah, it's gonna be uh hashtag fuck of a match. So um, but back to back to Ring of Honor here real quick. Um but yeah, them boys are gonna wrestle the Guardians of Truth, who were uh we're not sure who they are. Um but yeah, but then we get Mississippi Ball interviewing RD Evans and uh, Prince Nana, and they had advised Ciampa not take this match. Um, but he wants to take another course of action, and basically Ciampa's doing his own thing, so um, he's uh, yeah, he's kind of uh, doing his own thing. Yeah. So, and uh, here we go, Will. Here's inside Ring of Honor. Time to get inside. Did you see inside Ring of Honor? I did. Pretty typical. We had uh, you know, we had some words from Finley. Yeah. Forgot about that because he's got his match against Michael Elgin. We God, got a fucking hoss fight, Jesus. 
we had that. We had what else did we talk about? And then oh, was this the we had the bit? This was the part where Davy Richards pretty much told Kyle O'Reilly that he's being a shit and he needs to straighten quit, out, right? Quit whining, get your shit together, basically. Yeah, he didn't say shit, but he said quit your whining. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then uh, yeah, but also just uh, you know, just kind of recapping All Night Express and World's Greatest Tag Team. You know, and how they're yep. We got that match coming up. Is there yep. any way All Night Express wins? I can't imagine they're building them up. So I. They don't feel oh, like they're so. built up enough. It'd be nice though, so then you can kind of like move away from Hoss and Benjamin for a bit. But finish rounding out best in the world. We also have a uh, homicide. Oh yeah, versus Eddie, Eddie Edwards. Edwards. And the Die Hard Challenge. Shouts out to Homicide. Yeah. Cop killing everybody in NWA. Is he still in, the, in, in NWA? Oh, yeah. He's on a hot streak. He, uh, I think Colby, I Colby Carino shared the clip when he hit him with a cop killer. He's like, bro, I'm not even a cop. <laughs> you know, that Carino blood, man. Obviously, you know, we're big Steve Carino fans here. So I think NWA needs to get back into my rotation. I want to, I kind of want to get it back in my rotation too. So, I want to get wrestling overall, other than this whole Ring of Honor, just kind of back in my rotation. Yeah. So, um, remind me, yeah, text me tomorrow about Chaotic. I'll definitely check that show out. So, um, but Will. Tom. It's main event time. The main event of the evening. Um, 20 minute time limit. Good thing there's only 12 minutes left of the episode. Yeah. You know, and eight of it was Cha- um, Roddy and. Um, Truth Martini arguing, but Roderick Strong's pissed. He's not happy at Truth Martini for uh, you know, A, he's got to wrestle fucking Chompa to the psychopath tonight. Oh yeah, that was that triple threat match. Was was that part of the inside ring of honor or was that after? Where that was after, I think. When they're like, oh, that's right, because it was right right before they came out, where it's like, hey, you know, there's a there's a plan in place. Stop. There's no issues, and Roddy's like, there's issues, all right. I've got issues. Yeah. Um, great stuff. I mean, Roddy's promos aren't the best either, but Truth definitely worked him through. But this was fine. I mean, he didn't have to, once again, like you always say, well, you're not good at promos, don't do long promos. And Roddy stuck to it. It was great. Vader just kind of looked between the two of them. They walked away. They come out. Um, yeah, I mean, are there more cracks in the house of truth? I guess we're gonna find out, but uh you know, and uh, first it's Tommaso Ciampa with that fucking beard. Oh, yeah, he's... You think that's natural? Does he die, that fucker? No, that's... I'm pretty sure that's his... Blonde what, his hair? beard, psycho fucking beard thing? Um, Good on him. I know I keep saying it, but he did a great podcast with Lillian Garcia where he kind of complained about this time of Ring of Honor, so we'd like to good to see... Um, which makes sense because, you know, like he was on that hot streak. He didn't lose for, what, a year and a half? You know, and not, and they didn't really do much with him. So, I guess we're going to find out. But, uh, yeah, but Chomp with that beer, but uh, he wants that belt, and he makes it very well known. You know, and then uh, both managers, ironically enough, follow the code of honor. You know, I'm not sure what's, uh, what's going on here. So, I guess we're going to see is there some kind of collusion, but uh, – you know, at the end of the day, uh, both these guys, they've got great motors. Um, the cardio from both these guys is just effing ridiculous. 
Um, and both tough as nails. I mean, they're going to beat the piss out of each other. I mean, like Will said, the match is only eight minutes long. Um, but it was an exciting eight minutes. Um, it was a good TV match. It definitely kind of went a real in the end. But, uh, you know, the end of the match, you know, Roddy floors Ciampa uh, with a big knee. And then uh, Prince Nana jumps in. And uh, he kind of distracts Roddy. Roddy decks him. And then Artie Evans grabs uh, Todd Sinclair. Uh, but then Ciampa hits Project Ciampa on Roderick Strong. And he's going for the pin. But all of a sudden, Prince Nana comes in and puts the boots to him and gets him fucking disqualified. What the fuck, Will? It's falling apart. You know. The whole thing's a mess. You know, so, you know, and Truth Martini kind of chuckling the whole time. And uh, R.D. Evans seems kind of lost. Uh, we had Princess Mia. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, you know, Roddy's still champ. You know, and Ciampa loses another match. Obviously, it's via disqualification this time. But, um, and obviously, Ciampa's upset. You know. Um, yeah. He wants to kill people. And, uh, you know, but it looks like there's some uh, also truth and embassy collusion here. So, and they're, the embassy may be cracking. So, we don't know if Nana's uh, stopping Champa in the back or is R.D. Evans in this, you know? Uh, what's going on with Halston? So many stories, Will. Um, spoons in porridge, as someone would say. Yes, yes. Some spoons in some porridge. Uh, shout out to Matt's Mets that lost to the Brewers 10-2 to today. Um you know, congrats on your Brewers. Still in second, right? Still in second place. But congratulations to Craig Council becoming uh, – he currently has the most wins for any Brewers manager. But if you want to hear more about this, I did a podcast with my good friend Graham, Graham called the Good Cop, Bad Cop Baseball Podcast that came out today on Visionaries Global Media. So That's right. Good Cop, Bad Cop, Motspot. Yeah. And uh, hopefully – on Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast will feature the marvelous tandem of Ring of Honor Revelry sometime in the near future. But that's – we'll figure something out. So I'll, I'll talk to my agent. So um, I'll have my people call your people, Will, but we'll talk. But uh, I don't know. Um, like I said, you know, this match, I mean, for eight minutes, they got a lot of action in. Um, but obviously this match was all about the story than the in-ring action. Um, so I'm going to come to a head at uh... – Best in the world. Yeah, and then we've got the ever-explosive, you know, Jay Lethal in the mix there. So, you know, uh, we're going to yeah, find out. Jay Lethal. Yay. <laughs> Your favorite. Um, oh, can't wait. Yeah, I right, uh, Yeah. I don't know what to say, Will. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it just is, it's this time. Uh, we always do it the podcast. You know, we talked earlier that this, this episode was pretty good. Uh, Will, if this is your first episode of Ring of Honor TV that you saw, would you tune in next week? Yeah, yeah I guess. You know, there was decent content. They, the stories are still plugging along. It's it's finally feeling like a weekly TV show. It, we're you know we're still going to hit those episodes because of how they tape stuff. It's going to get a little janky around the pay per views. Yeah. Matches inside of Ring of Honor didn't feel like a huge drag this week. Yeah, it was really quick. Yeah, in and out. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I thought I, it was I, I thought it was fine. I think they've been on a 
I wouldn't say it's a hot streak, but you know, a decent streak of episodes of TV. Yeah, for sure. Um, in the, this best of the world card, I mean, shaping up, dude. Um, you know, I I'm really kind of I'm I have to admit I I've been tempted to look forward to see who is uh, the Guardians of Truth, but you know, they, I hope they don't disappoint. Um, you know, we'll see. You know, you know the triple threat. I'm not too excited about, but other than that, you know, I really hope All Night Express wins it. I don't know if they're if they ever won the championship, uh, but I'd like to see a title run. Like you said, and no offense to Haas and Benjamin, the guys can go in the fucking ring. But I mean, since we've had this fucking podcast, they've been on every fucking week seeing the same goddamn thing. You know, just about yeah. You know, so I mean, no disrespect, but I mean, the Ether thing was something different, but. I mean, it'd be different too if we were getting like an occasional like singles match from one of them. Like if Benjamin was going to throw down like a Cedric Alexander or like yeah, something like that. But there's not. It's just you only have an hour. Yeah. Well, and I you mean, also have to use that time to progress the story. So. I mean, Charlie Haas. Well, I mean, no, Charlie Haas had that singles match against Jay Briscoe, and then uh, the whole five thousand dollars thing when Shelton couldn't make the show. What was how much? Five thousand dollars i gotta get a clip for that so i don't know how you do soundboards on this this uh this fucking garage band gimmick thing here but um, well you you know two people who use it at least two people who use it frequently so are they on the same podcast depending on who you ask it might be the a show it might be the b show i mean no offense to mark order but it's definitely the a show for me so i mean you know, even though I'm gonna see Aunt Money and uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Russ here in, in actually a couple of days, but uh, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed this match. I, or I really enjoyed the episode. I'm really excited. I mean, uh, the in ring quality was, I mean, it was it, it told it was okay. story. Yeah, and obviously you're not gonna top Richards and fucking Edwards from last week. You know, yeah, I mean, and you have the thing where it's like it's cool to see Adam Page now. But it's because yeah. we know where Adam Page is going to wind up. Yeah. We saw and We know what Sam Shaw and QT Marshall end up doing. Yeah. So we're looking at it 10 years later being like, wow, this is really cool. Yeah. If we're watching it in time. We're probably like, oh, they're bringing in all these fucking jobbers. These are like who's available because they didn't have any of their actual like roster yeah. people around. You know, I hope we see some more Mondo on this taping, but, uh, you know, we'll see. But I mean, Ring of Honor, it's it's starting to trend upward. I think I think they kind of bottom out there towards the end of 2011. Um, I mean, besides Kevin's team, but I think we're kind of starting to pull the pull the nose up here a little bit. So, um, yeah, it's uh, I really enjoyed. So, um, well, Will, we've got about roughly uh, 210 uh, seconds left here, but. Uh, you got anything you want to plug or anything else you want to you want to bring in for a post training station? Unless you want to go another forty minutes. I don't. I don't know if I have another forty minutes to talk about Tom. So. Yeah, I actually got pretty much a brick wall in my brain too. So. No, I mean I'm. I'm good. We'll we'll be back next week. There'll be another episode of TV. Yeah. Things uh, will probably happen. Yeah, you'll get a little post dynamite review from me from uh, Dynamite Milwaukee. So, I hope here's here's what I'll put on the universe. I hope we get a submission next week. Submission victory. 
because Ring of Honor is very pinfall heavy. Mm. Oh, Edwards versus Brutal Bob. I could see that being a submission match, so. Could be. We'll see. I like where your head's at, so. All right, well, Will, thank you so much, my friend. It's always great talking to you. Um, I'm glad that we hopefully get to see each other in real life uh, sooner than later. I know we will in October, but, uh, yeah, but that's all I got. So thank you so much, Will. Thank you, Tom. All right, high fivers. Talk to everybody next week.